Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Bang! He stares in the eyes of the man who despises him. Welcome to Flight 3D. This is your captain speaking. We ask that you please note the emergency exits and safety signs in the event our journey becomes just too deep. You can't put a basketball down. He leaves tall super niggas in a single bound. Super niggas ain't got no degrees. He ain't got no time for that. Street corner, crack houses, projects, his natural habitat. Super niggas got super strength, speed, and agility. So it's understandable when the cops see him down to the best of their ability. Super niggas had no supervision. Instead, he had super it's between 17 and 25 super inches used to satisfy them super systems. Will they clone little black girls who won't die but fight? Will they clone little black girls who supplement stamina for endless struggles to write? Will they clone little black girls like Asada, Sonia, Tubman, knowing what they know? Will they clone little black girls like Nikki, Zora, Mommy, Grandma? Who orchestrates train nobody got more than us. Aspiring artists sent saliva in their palms, producing hits, making noise with their fists. Lanky limbros and afros break beats and pop lock on dance floors made a car. Let me talk to you for a second.
Welcome to the Digital Drummer. Jim Newson with Urban Tech Talk on the radio. And I am Jacqueline Taylor Adams, your co-host for this moment in time. And Mr. Jim Newson, he will be back on in a moment. I think his call drops and we'll be waiting for him to come back on. Today uh, we are talking art and tech in the Urban Tech Fair. Our special guest today is David Muhammad, and he is the lead for the art and tech team for the Urban Tech Fair, as well as city leader for the San Francisco Bay Area for the Urban Tech Fair. Hello, David. How are you? Fine, Jackie. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, and I'm going to bring Mr. Newsom on so he can greet you as well. Okay, that sounds great. Hi, Jim. Jim, can you hear us? Alrighty, he may be having a little trouble, um, reception trouble where he is. But, oh yes, he just dropped again. So, he'll be on. So, David, please share with us, you know, the world wants to know, who is David Muhammad and what's your claim to fame? Well, uh, I can't really say I have a claim to fame, but I do have a, a background in uh, the music uh, business and the music industry, um, working with various different artists, uh, producing uh, music videos, uh, uh, directing music videos, and doing sales for uh, different video film production companies. And uh, we've uh, done videos for uh, Hurricane Chris, Webby, uh, Three Six Mafia, a lot of them, and some of the videos were like in the top uh, BET MTV uh, rotation. So uh, here in the Bay Area, I have a background in uh, promotions as far as clubs, uh, concerts, and different things like that. But I was interested in the Urban Tech Fair because of the idea of bridging the gap with technology and I have a technology background working with uh, web 2.0 game developers convention and this is something that I thought was right up my background so um, I joined the urban okay. and been with you guys for a little over a year now so uh, I'm happy things is uh working out well, and we're pushing towards uh, bridging this gap in technology. Yes. Well, yeah, that's a great amount. So um, I know one of our goals with the um, art and tech team in the um, Urban Tech Fair, one is to use art to promote technology in a favorable manner, as well as use technology to showcase art and a um, a more positive form of art. Now, um, I'm just checking to see if Mr. Newsom was able to get back on. And um, in showcasing a more positive form of art, if you could just, you know, again, let us know 
I get I had two things for you. First, if you could just let us know, you know, why you are so interested in more positive forms of art, you know, compared to, you know, what you've experienced, especially since you experienced some, you know, big names charting artists and videos. Um and then if you could let us know how does technology tie into the music industry. Okay. Um, well, one of the things I feel this is very important because there is a big uh, gap in technology within the minority community, in particular the black community. And with hip-hop, I feel really that we are losing it a bit with hip-hop because these big record labels are in control of what we listen to and they dictate the style of clothes everywhere. They dictate the artist's lyrics, and it's not conducive to uplifting our community because a lot of it is demeaning and offensive. And right now, you know, you feel that um, even in the R&B, the same thing is happening where uh, the style, the culture, you know, hip-hop really started off black and, you know, right now it's it's multicultural, but, you know, I have, I'm really afraid that probably in the next 25 years if we allow hip-hop to take its course, it'll be a lost culture, just like rock and roll. You know, a lot of people uh, think rock and roll is uh, a white, but, you know, Chuck Berry, a lot of people probably don't know because it's so long ago, but Chuck Berry and... Uh, artists that were black in the southeast is going different uh, circuits, and, and they call that rock and roll. So, same with blues. So, I want to try and preserve the hip hop culture and use technology to preserve the hip hop culture and uplift the community rather than tear down the community because these big record companies are out there and they are in control of what we listen to. But now. There's uh, different forms of technology. We have YouTube. We have uh, we have YouTube. We have um, like Pandora Radio subscription services like Rhapsody. We have uh, some of the big name moguls in the industry. They're kind of shying away from mainstream. Uh, Mainstream big company, uh, mainstream and big companies, and going towards like YouTube and independent film. Uh, Spike Lee has a project where he just uh, reached out to do some crowdfunding uh, with a Kickstarter project to help support his film. Uh, Russell Simmons, uh, he just started his own. company that's going to have a platform for up-and-coming artists to promote and showcase via YouTube rather than um, uh, on trying to get on MTV or something like that. So, I mean, it's, it's all changing, and these things are, are not coming from people that aren't heavily into the industry like Spielberg, uh, Lucasfilm. They they even said that the industry has changed. So uh, 
you don't have to go through all these uh, big uh, companies like Universal and uh, to promote your music and make money. You could become independent. And uh, what we're trying to do here with Urban Tech Fair is bring something that's positive and uplifting and could help the community rather than hurt the community. Okay. Now, um, from your um, experience in technology, you said you were working with gaming? Yeah, it was called the Game Developers Convention. It was a large convention. They probably had about 90,000 people show up. And it was uh, companies like Sony, EA Sports, Electronic Arts, um, those companies and a lot of... uh, uh, developers would come, and then there was a lot of schools that would have their students attend, and the schools would promote their programs because um, the future of uh, gaming has really taken off in the last uh, five or six years. You know, now there's music in all the games, um, the graphic arts. Uh, is growing because a lot of people are not uh, watching cable like they used to. You can pretty much get your Xbox, your um, PlayStation, and you could use Netflix. Uh, you could, you know, it's, everything's changing. Your iPhone, your smartphone, and you're even playing games on there, games on the laptop, tablet, or whatever. So that's taken more of the market and taken away the market of actual television that we normally watch. So um, I I had a chance to work with them and had a chance to see how the industry has grown because there wasn't really a lot of blacks in gaming at the time, Uh, but now there's a growing number of blacks that's um, uh, producing games. So... All right, so um, so I guess the next phase, just to let everybody know as far as when we open, I know you guys were, like, really surprised, like, wow, what's that? So um, now that's a double conundrum because, first, um, there wasn't supposed to be our opening song, but that is the theme song for Master Grill Radio, or theme mix. It is a mix of spoken word, and it's called the MGP the Master Grill Project Mix, and um, it is a mix of spoken word. And then we went to Power, which is one of our first opening songs for the digital drummer. And um, I just went ahead and played Power right after the MGP mix just to demonstrate some of the type of, you know, art um, that will be coming through as far as musically and spoken word and the diversity because you we went from a spoken word mix that seemed pretty powerful and conscious so that people can get an idea of what we're, you know, talking about a more conscious and more relevant. And even though that was a spoken word mix, all of those artists are straight from the hip-hop generation. And if you would compare their delivery to, except for Lois Moses, who was in there with Little Black Girls, and Lois is older. But if you take a Lois and the last poets and all, their delivery style is one way. 
And then you take the other artists who are younger, who like, you know, 10, 15 years younger than Lois, their delivery is, you know, more hip-hop style. But yet it's all powerful. But that kind of shows, you know, the culture of hip-hop. And um, and it's conscious, you know. All of that would be very relevant the way hip-hop started and, you know, the beginnings of hip-hop. Now, and um, then power is, again, and this is what amazes me, that rock and roll is started by a black person, Chuck Berry, all of that, that the biggest place that blacks get down and the hardest thing for them to really break big in is rock. Because there are a lot of blacks that do rock, but they're really looked on negatively by by all a lot of times in the industry when they do rock. They're like, you know, you're not gonna make it being black and rock. And um so it was real interesting that you said that fact. Um but um but that's a piece pop rock I guess. I don't know, how would you classify that power piece that came on? We you got the power. How would you classify that, David, um, far as genre wise? Uh, I, I really feel that's still part of uh, hip hop um, because um, the beat, the, the, the music, uh, the swing beat, and, and I think that's you know, what we'll be looking for as far as when the, we hold our series of live interactive uh, freestyle performances, you know, with the um, uh, beat makers with rhythm. You know, we want to have ciphers and spoken word with rhythm. So that song had a lot of rhythm to it. It had a swing beat. It gave me an idea of uh, the music they play in D.C., you know. Uh, so I, I really like it. I was listening to it as I was holding on. It's nice. Yeah, okay. That's real interesting because he he's an MC producer. He's produced for every, every major hip-hop act from – most deaf to you know all of them, but um, it's it's interesting that you said that. That's why I feel that no matter the genre, it seems like hip hop, you know, hip hop babies <laughs> have their own flow that's still identifiable. Um, and I'm going to bring Mr. Jim Newsom on. Hold on. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? Hey, we have you this time. We got you. (laughs) (laughs) I kept dropping the car. I know, I know. You tried to bring you on before. (laughs) (laughs) So how are we going? Say hello Uh, to us. Okay, I'm here with you. I'm trying to get situated. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, we have our own David Muhammad on the line. My number one baby or your brother. Hey, good brother, how you feel tonight? I'm doing fine, David. Always yes, good sir. to hear your voice. It's always a pleasure to hear yours too, brother. So, um, Jim, you know, we had um David introduce himself and um he shared with everyone about, you know, being from the Bay Area, his background in the music industry, 
as a director of video, a producer of video, and um, sales, you know, selling video and how he's worked with artists such as, you know, you said Three Mafia? Three, three what, what was Mafia. your name? Yeah, three Six Mafia. Three Six Mafia three, six was a Grammy Award winner. Yeah, they had that. Yeah, uh, they were pretty uh, big on the West Coast. I'm surprised right. you don't know No, I know them. I just, I was missing the name. Sometimes I just, I miss. I know Three Six Mafia. They're not just big on the West Coast. <laughs> like you said, they're Grammy and winning. You know, they're, they're well known. But he was saying they work with a lot of artists and their videos, you know, top, you know, a lot. They had a few videos they top you know, um, charted in the top ten on, like, MTV and, you know, various rotations. And so, um, and then he talked about his background with gaming, working with a, 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 a big gaming convention, and um, and then his desire with art, as far as being more positive, he said one of his goals is to, um, make it, you know, recognize to preserve hip hop because hip hop is getting so away from its beginning and its roots, and um, he's afraid that soon. And I could give you a spoken word piece that talks about that. That one day people gonna be thinking Eminem created hip hop, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know that we're getting, you know, we don't. You know, know the roots of hip hop and music, and um, you know, the, you know what, you know, and he wants to use it to empower, especially African Americans, and um, and just more positive because the negativity that is introduced into hip hop, you know, by the mainstream and um, you know, how is demeaning and and including R and B and. So he was just talking about, you know, um, that's one of his goals to be more positive and to, you know, know show the true uh, history. I know the show is, is tonight is uh, based on the uh, arts and entertainment, uh, and uh, uh, Brother Muhammad has a uh, a great resume on on that side. But as a social activist too, he needs to brag on what he's doing on the community what he's doing with working with coding groups, how he's working with the Urban Tech Fair as the city leader in the Bay Area, uh, organizing uh, different churches and, and, and other organizations over there as we prepare to enter the Bay Area. In fact, he was the one that came up with the idea of, Jim, why can't we just do an Urban Tech Fair simultaneously on both sides of the Bay, San Francisco and Oakland? I said, hey, the brother's brilliant. The brother, I always say, uh, you can tell a, a leader because leaders do. And uh, Brother Muhammad is a natural leader. Uh, he's been involved in tech fair since day one. He makes all the calls. He makes all the all the uh, different programs. Uh, I just have to applaud him, and I'm so thankful to have someone of his caliber on our team. Yes. Well, he did share. Like I said, he shared his background in technology, and we introduced him as being a city leader for the um, San Francisco Bay Area, as well as the team leader for the art and tech team. And, um, you know, he did share, you know, he did share um, on that level. So, but you added a little bit more to it. He was talking about um, gaming a little bit more. 
But um, that's where we were when you came on. We were just talking about the show open with um, an unscheduled poetry mix, which is the theme for the Massive Real Radio, but it normally doesn't open with that. And then we played The Power, which is one of our opening songs. So I just... Um, as for his feedback on, you know, what was opening, um, you know, as to the type of, you know, I guess content more he's looking for. And then I thought the um, power song was something a little bit more relevant. I thought more like, you know, a rock or pop whatnot. But I asked him from his, you know, experience with genre. And again, he said that he felt it was hip-hop. And that's so why I said it was interesting because... You know, the artist has a very strong, you know, hip-hop background. So well, at this David, point, uh, kind of... David, why don't you bring me up to date on where the uh, uh, the art and entertainment team is now. You know we've gotten uh, Ernie Singleton uh, on board uh, the Urban Tech Fair. He's uh, now officially endorsed as the uh, former president of uh, MCA Records. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So we've got to get him on your team. Uh, he's yeah. doing a program uh, here in the school system in Los Angeles where he uses uh, music as a way to entice the kids into the class, but his real focus is on the business of music, uh, uh, distribution, publishing, uh, and all the other aspects of, on the money side of music. Yeah, I, um, we have to hook him up with Junior Music Executives which is a program they have here in Philadelphia where they teach young people the business side of the industry. But, David, if you could, go ahead. Um, I think Jim asked if you could bring us up to date on what the art and tech team is doing. Oh, the art and tech team, we have uh, two, two different cities um, that are focusing on a live, interactive, multi-genre uh, series of freestyle performances that will um, have beat ciphers, spoken word, rap, dance, graffiti, um, you know, R&B songs, singing uh, instruments, uh, like if you want to play an instrument or whatever, um, video, visual arts, graffiti, um, all under one showcase that will be um, live stream. Hopefully, we, we hope to have it live stream. We want to have listening booths where uh, artists could feature their uh, upcoming projects, um, have people listening to them in advance and give ratings on their music. Um, we want to try and limit this to uh, people that have some sort of inspiring and uplifting uh, music that's uh, conducive to uh, building a community uh, rather than the bitches, hoes, guns, kill you, you know, that type of stuff. So um, uh, th- this is what the Urban Tech Fair is doing. So right now we're just getting our dates together um, in different cities uh, in order that's going to participate and uh, getting our sponsors and things like that right now. So. And um, David, could you also share what um, how the art and tech is um, 
participating with PR, how 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 we're using art to promote, how we plan to use art to promote technology? Well, part of it is like uh, will be uh, to promote STEM, and to promote STEM, we'll have a theme song um, set up that will promote technology and STEM, that's science, technology, engineering. Uh, so we want to be able to have uh, artists promote science and technology through our theme song and through some of the songs that's being um, played and through spoken word at the showcase. Okay. And also we'll be also looking for um, artists to do visual representations of STEM as well, right? Right, right. I left out the yeah. video and visual art. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to bring, Jim, I'm going to bring you back on because I know you want to comment. Uh, just about to say, uh, another thing to another resource we have is uh, Chuck D is a big supporter of the Urban Tech Fair. And uh, he's another resource that we can turn to. I'm also talking with uh, Virgil Roberts. Uh, the former president of Solar Records. Uh, he's uh, very active in the uh, nonprofit community now. He's still uh, managing a few artists. But uh, we have a lot of resources that we can bring to the uh, uh, art tech team in terms of uh, developing uh, uh, workshops and tracks uh, that will uh, not only uh, uh, highlight STEM, but also uh, uh, the business side. Uh, you know, because our thing is access, education, and commerce. Um, who's uh, uh, Tommy Bottoms that Jackie's always talking about with his uh, spoken word piece? You know, we need to encourage more positive yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Tommy Bounds is a spoken word artist. He's also um, a journalist, and he is a... Um, Honestly, he's, he's a genius. I mean, he's a he's a you know qualified genius as we define it by IQ in our society, and it doesn't take you a minute but to understand it in his mind. But he's also um, he's a um, a social commentator. He's an economist, and he speaks on the on economy and different things. But because of that, um, he um, did a piece on deaf poetry and that was out it's called basic economics and i think it is one of the most watched videos from deaf poetry and um places like freakonomics and you know um various different you know mainstream economic papers and establishments online they actually first is really funny because what Tommy does in basic economics is he breaks down the entire American economic system, capitalism. He breaks it down in a three-and-a-half-minute poetry piece and all through urban vernacular. He said, if you can flip an ounce into a key, ain't no reason why you can't hustle this down Jones Industrial. 
and it is such a lesson in economics. You can just all you have to do is Google it and see the comments. There are Harvard graduates and graduates from other Ivy League schools. He said he paid all his money, went to school's economic major, and Tommy broke down economics and made it so plain and understandable in that one piece. And so it is, and he did this back. I think I don't know, maybe two thousand three four. Um, at the latest, it was 2005, but it, you know, it's still so talked about because he was able to take such plain language and well, clearly I, break it I down. If I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, Jackie, uh, weren't you trying to negotiate with uh, with uh, Tommy to uh, do a, a a custom piece just for the uh, Urban Tank Fair? Oh yes, yes, yes. He definitely. We just, you know, we're just working on a sponsorship, and then, you know, you know, um, our, you know, agreement as far as you know the copyrights and all. But he's definitely willing, and um, you know, that's his asset. But to be able to, you know, break down technology or STEM, and, and really make it plain, you know. So um, when you have somebody that. <laughs> And so, um, yes, yes. So that is one of our goals with the Urban Tech Fair. Um, and I forgot the part that you just mentioned, Jim. We have the PR part. Then, of course, um, the seminars and webinars, because that's part, you know, of the Urban Tech Fair. You know, we have tracks on everything. So, you know, that's the education part. And the um, part about... Um, you know, the business, as well as, you know, it's just important. I just hope one of our roles is, as a byproduct of what we do with the art and tech, is to show the importance of art. Because, you know, art is something that they're attempting to cut out of our schools. So, and that's why our live performance piece incorporates all art, from instrumentation to um, the simple beat. So, um you know, we want to show that it's all relevant, it's all important, and it's, you know, it's all a skill and it's all interactive, but um, we need to really help preserve our arts because arts help in um, understanding and engaging arts help um, students to learn. It helps them in their learning ability and the compre- comprehension and um yeah, that's just part of what we need. So I just hope we, you know, as a byproduct, help people understand, you know, how important art is. And then we have a goal to develop well-rounded people. You know, I know sometimes we feel so much because um, our people are known for, you know, entertainment and sports that they feel, you know, the academic side gets neglected. But you know, we want to be full, well-rounded people. And as much as we feel that we're known for art and entertainment, I mean, for entertainment and sports, when it comes to the fine art, we're not. And we don't bring up and we don't teach that. We don't teach about visual artists. You know, I know many, you know, African-Americans with degrees in art, but who cannot tell you the significant black artists, you know, from the Harlem Renaissance who, you know, you know, made, help make black art what it is. You know, those people who have, and they've impacted well, the entire art industry, but, you know, just 
those things we hope, you know. Well, speaking about uh, fine artists, as uh, uh, that Charles brought to my attention. Yeah, we we've got Charles Bibbs as one of our endorsers, and Charles Bibbs is one of the first artists that started doing uh, uh, what was it, Jackie Digital Re- Digital Originals? It's not so much. Re- he wasn't the first artist to do digital art, but when Charles Bibbs did it, his artwork was so popular, and in the fine arts realm, you know, when sometimes when you get to fine art and when you get to certain levels, sometimes it's spoken word and all. Be, you know, since they can be kind of bougie on the academia side, but, you know, what they happen to do is they um, they have a tendency, you know, you know, there's certain air. So when they say um, an artist does an original, it's supposed to be a direct process, that there's nothing between the artist and the canvas. So when Charles Bibbs started doing computer-generated images and then he did limited editions and they would sell out and for what he sold it for, he rocked the art world, not just the black, the entire art world. So there became this big debate as to whether Charles Bibb was actually a fine artist. But he is one. Of, he is right now the most popular black artist of our time. So his popularity just kept growing. People pay for his work, have no problems. You will go to art shows, and this will be some of the only limited editions and you know pieces that are seven hundred to fifteen hundred to two that people are just walking out the doors with. And they're still trying to fight to get people to understand the value of original. So, you know, at first it was this whole big debate, but then they, at a certain point, they could not dispute the validity of his work. So it's not so much that he's the first one to do it, but um, it's the popularity of his work and when he did his limited editions and, you know, what they sold for, he just brought in a whole new... Opportunity in black art And a lot of art Not just black art and art period And a lot of artists followed it Followed his path So David I know the Bay Area is famous for uh, artists And for uh, culture I remember uh, in the 70s uh, Going up to Berkeley To all the different uh, jazz clubs And art exhibits that they have there And what is it uh uh, Market Street in San Francisco where they have all the uh, art galleries. You can walk down the art galleries. Yeah, Market Street is um, changing right now. They have uh, Market Street designated for more art uh, where a lot of the um, storefronts have actually closed down on Market Street and then gearmarks for reopening, but uh, the storefronts are not going to be storefronts anymore. They're going to be places, uh, art studios. um, They have a lot of technology um, buildings and businesses that's going up. Twitter just bought a building uh, in San Francisco where they moved uh, one of the city's uh, offices, uh, bought them out, and uh, they moved in. So the whole Market Street area is changing, even in 
uh, Southern market, they have incentives for artists to uh, move into those areas and have uh, reductions on loans, uh, reductions on rent. Um, so it's a lot of uh, activity, um, and the city of San Francisco expect art and technology to boost uh, the economy, and that's why a lot of jobs are uh, coming to San Francisco, and that's the importance of uh, the Urban Tech Fair, because Jim uh, is one of the main ones that, you know, I love to go to the Urban Tech Fair and uh, see posts from Jim about uh, coding and how you don't have to be a certain type of individual to code and uh, how uh, developers of code are being hired from many different companies, no matter uh, what kind of background you have and uh, the salaries are um, you know, it's not a low-paying job, so you could um, compete with your salary and be able to live and provide a, a, a decent sense uh, of uh, security for your, yourself and your family just based on coding, and, and those two things uh, go together. That's what just made me think about uh, Jim and uh, his post that he put up, and I don't know how he does it, but I could really rely on Jim with those posts. God, no, that's his digital drumming. <laughs> He's been doing it for years. Well, I, I don't you know, know how you he know, does the it. Thing, the thing that I always tell people is that it's about products of the mind and that coding is just a language, a way to express the ideas and manifest the uh, concepts that are stuck in your head. And essentially it's all about creativity, which again goes back to art. Art is something that you create in your mind and then manifest on canvas. Well, as uh, Jackie was just talking about Charles Biff, you can manifest it in ones and zeros. You can manifest it digitally and then market it and sell it all over the world electronically at the click of a button. This is the future. Uh, you know, I've been talking to a lot of record executives lately, and I'm telling them that the uh, app economy is where the music uh, record industry was in the 50s, where it's just getting ready to blow up. The I did a post the other day where worldwide uh, record sales were at $15 billion. Worldwide uh, app sales are at $30 billion. Now, what does that tell you? So, you know, that's just the future, whether we're talking about the new cars that are coming with hot zones, the new uh, uh, electronics that are coming with uh, embedded apps, whether we're talking about uh, the new smart homes. Uh, everything is taking an app to run it. Nobody's buying PCs anymore. Even Windows 8 is uh, uh, based on a uh, an app uh, iOS, an, an app operating system versus a standard DOS system. Isn't Chromebook the same way as well? Yes, yes, Chrome the same mm -hmm. way as well. Yeah, I'm getting to know those systems. So, yeah, there's a, um, a lot out there. And the one thing you talked about, Jim, um, I know Jason Moore, he's supposed to be helping cover the area about um using art to, you know, help um, expand your creativity, which is needed in, you know, innovation and technology. So, you know, in order to 
you know, to be innovative, to see, you know, all the different kind of things that could be possible, what's imaginable, you do need a creative mind. And, and you know, and art helps, um, you know, breed and, you know, grow our creativity, which, again, is nece- is, is necessary skill and technology. Oh yeah, Jackie. I was going to, I was thinking about even the platform. That's why a lot of uh, people like uh, uh, P. Diddy, uh, Russell Simmons, and Spike Lee is moving away from uh, the big record companies now because even on YouTube you can have a upload a full feature film and you can monetize that film by having overlays, text ads, uh, you know, and uh, receive money, and then uh, the algorithms with Google, um, the algorithms with YouTube, uh, the amount of users, uh, um, that all helps to boost uh, uh, your promotion, promoting your activity. And a, a lot of people are, are are making a lot more money being independent than trying to go for the big record companies now. So that's why those music moguls are 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 jumping in on the ground floor. I've been listening to them. Yes, well, that's definitely true. I mean, first of all, um, you know, when it comes to artists, and not necessarily, I don't know if these mucus moguls, they're the ones, I think they're just, you know, they may also just be looking for new, you know, territory to conquer. But um, a lot of artists themselves that, you know, a lot. Most artists are purpose driven. You know, they have a specific, you know, golden focus, and sometimes commercialism can, you know, make them sell out. For, you know, their art because they're saying, well, you know, everybody's not buying. But, you know, that's such a relative term. You know, that's such a perception. You know, because if they push things and then they get, oh, if we tell enough people that this is popular, they'll believe it and then they'll buy it and they'll only buy these type of things. But um, I know, like, my goal with part of uh, with the youth that I work with on the Master Griot Project or Master Griot Radio and the Rewind Out Loud, which is now partnering with the Urban Tech Fair, one of the things I want to teach young people is you don't have to accept what mainstream tells you is good music. That there are people you know right around you know who produce good music of any kind and type, and all you need to do is just support what they do. When you hear it, share it, tweet it, you know, purchase it. And then if you tell your friends this is hot and they tell their friends, then you have the opportunity to break music and you don't just have to sit and wait for what someone else is telling you is good music you can actually be driven by what you like and um and it's you know it's really necessary but and it helps a lot of artists because i know a few artists that were major that vow they will never go major again and then um what's his name eric um He's well-known artist that never went major, and um, but he does shows and everything. He's out of Jersey. I can't um, remember his last name, but you know there are some artists whose focus has only been independent, and they've been able to make a living. 
and this has actually been for years, but um, we're finally. And then what happened with the change in the music industry, to be honest, because it changed, they just weren't making money the same way, and they had to find another way to capitalize off the industry. So it was like it was almost necessary for them to learn how to use these other platforms because, as you stated, this is where the future is. So if they don't learn it and they don't learn how to, you know, capitalize from it and how to use it to their advantage, you know, they're literally going to be lost because, you know, the sales just weren't there, you know, under traditional um, music format. Jim, go ahead. I'm sorry, I had you on uh, uh, mute. I'm uh, here on the uh, coast of the airport, and these planes flying over, so I just put everybody on uh, mute so I wouldn't disrupt the uh, uh, the show. Hello. Hello? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was saying that I had it on mute because of the planes passing over. Uh, But art is is crucial to uh, really what's what's happening. (laughs) What's happening in the digital world. You all have to forgive me. I've got some kids, some family members also. You hear these little remarks in the background. (laughs) You know how family treats you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but see, you know, that's the greatness of being able to do a show on a late Sunday night with somebody in the Los Angeles area, someone in San Francisco, and someone in Philadelphia. And uh, so that's the shit. <clears throat> We're right in your neighborhood, right, Jim? <laughs> that's right. In your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, that's exciting. I I think I'm excited about the art and tech team. You know, I'm excited about David. As you said, he's always been there, and um, you know, he's you know always supported, and he you know he brought out his interest, and so I'm so glad that he's you know spearheading this art and tech movement. You know, I think it's um. He's the right person and, to do and, it. And, and, and David, David, believe it or not, uh, Jackie is your biggest cheerleader. When we were trying <laughs> to decide which ten cities were going to be listed, she said, "There's no way we're not going to list the Bay Area as, as much as David's put into this project and this this organization. The Bay Area has <laughs> got to be one of the, our target sites." <laughs> Well, I gotta attribute all that, you know, all that comes from you guys. If I, uh, when the first time that I heard uh, about the Urban Tech Fair, I became interested in um, it's the Jim with his digital drummer. I mean, he keeps the drum drumming, and uh, Jackie, she keeps everything going. And I can see, and I feed off you guys' energy, and I know that things are are. are or something doesn't happen overnight, but the, the building of uh, Urban Tech Fair and the organization of Urban Tech Fair that you guys uh, put together is something that I actually believe in. So it's 
you guys brought me to believe in it. So it's, it's nothing about me, but it's all about you guys, and that's why I like to give you guys credit because uh, Jim gives me a constant reminder. Every time I, I look up, I see some great information that's helpful to everybody about how technology is fueling the future and we could become part of it. So I, I just really want to thank you guys for allowing me to just, you know, team up with you and just be a part of it. So I'm excited. Well, as we always say about the, uh, the spirit of Ubuntu, we are because of all of you. When Jackie was going down your credentials at the beginning of the show in terms of the music industry and the videos that your company does, I mean, I am just amazed at the, the level of talent and professionalism that we have involved. It amazes me every day. But before we close out, uh, because the show is being uh, archived on uh, our YouTube, please tell people how to contact you and how to do business with you, how to reach out to you directly. Okay, to reach out to me, I really I don't um, have a, a website, but I do have some uh, pages on uh, Facebook and a phone number uh, that I could be reached. But you could either message me on uh, Black Men Music and Entertainment. It's a, a page on Facebook, and there's also a group that's there because that's uh, one of the projects that I'm working on for um, – that hopefully will be part of uh, Urban Tech Fair in the upcoming uh, uh, months uh, to help promote positive music. Um, and I can always be reached at 415-424-9856. Okay. And for those that are interested in helping us on the Art and Tech team, if you'd like to volunteer with the Art and Tech team, because we need you. <laughs> you see, we have like four whole areas we have to cover. <laughs> so um, we could definitely use all the support. Just go to www.urbantechfair.org. Again, that's www.urbantechfair.org. And click on join. If you've already joined our email list, it's okay. Just update your information. And there you can, you know, check off that you want to be on the art and tech team, and then we can connect with you. I'm pretty sure we will probably will have um, a conference meeting by next week. You think so, David? Uh, yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, we, we definitely are, are ready. I, I think there's some more people that signed up, I saw on the uh, Urban Tech Fair site um, that they were going to participate, so I, I look forward to that. Yes, yes. So we, um, so if anyone out there interested, just click on join at urbantechfair.org, and, um, or even if you have joined the, fan, the email list, just um, update it with um, the necessary information. If you joined it, it will just... Update your um, your profile. So um, we're just excited to have everyone here. We're excited about the Urban Tech Fair. We are really moving forward. I just suggest to everyone, whether it's the art and tech team or if you want to be on the IT team, the web team, if you just well, if you want to be on a city team or a city leader 
or you just want to be a part of the Urban Tech Fair, again, just join at urbantechfair.org. You are, we will really be part of history in the making. We are moving forward. It's just, it's such an exciting time. This is such an exciting time, and we want to do. I want to give a quick shout out to L to LA team. Go LA, go Vegas, go OKI in Herschel. Oh. Let, yes. let me say this real quick while you give a shout out to the OKI. Uh, I got a text message that the OKI will be funded next week. So as All one right. of our regions, if they get funded, uh, they have a deal with the Cincinnati school system through Cincinnati Change to do one child, one laptop. But that program will include funding not only for Cincinnati but for the Bay Area, for Philadelphia, for L.A., and a majority of our cities as well. All right. Yeah, double right, shout-out right. to Herschel and OKI. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so, and that just shows, I just want to speak to that, to the collaborative spirit that the Urban Tech Fair is. We under, You know, we understand we have to upgrade one another. And so, you know, as one move forward, you know, we all move forward. And so that's um, the Urban Tech Fair is just it's definitely pure collaboration. And um, go Philly. Philly, we're really going to be doing this, you know, especially once I get my computer back. Uh, but, <laughs> no, but I'm actually, what I'm going to do, I'm calling you State Representative Thomas. I'm calling you on Monday. I'll be talking to this assistant, but I'm really going to ask him even until I get all that done. I'm just, I will go down to his office and just do the work. Oh, so it's done there. Me we have our meeting set too. up. Uh, uh, Jackie, uh, do you have any plans to go to D.C. for the conge- Congressional Congress? The black, the black, uh, black, black caucus. caucus. Yeah. No, no, we'll be just getting back from North Carolina. I'm taking my mom to North Carolina. You know, I um, had to take my mother with me. So. Well, one of our uh, reps here, uh, Reverend Williams, who's on the LA uh, Urban Tech Fair organizing team, has put yes. together a tech tea uh, during the Congressional Black Caucus, featuring uh, FCC Chairman. Uh, Calhoun, the sister that is running the FCC Federal Communications Commission right now as the temporary chairman, she will be available one-on-one for people to talk with at the technology tea during the uh, 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 Black Congressional Caucus. So, uh, well, we I do suggest if you forward uh, that, if you would email that information to info at urbantechfair.org, Jim, I will get it over mm-hmm. to State Rep because he will be at the Black Caucus. State Rep will be okay, here. Great. Shaka, yeah. all our Philly people will be there. Not gonna let um, Shaka, Shaka, Congressman Shaka Fataka, let his office know he's one of our big people that pushes education. State Rep's a big person known to push education and technology. And, um, you know, we have a few people, but I can let at least the Philadelphians know um, that are doing work well, there. They're, that, that's they're giving going us on. A, a table of ten. So we're trying to represent for the Urban Tech Fair with the FCC, let them know we're out there promoting and supporting what our president is trying to do 
with all the different programs he's using mm-hmm. for this broadband initiative. Okay, and maybe I can get, you know, we have Eileen Gadsden on the Philly team, Norm Bond, and Eileen right. was the Philadelphia president so for BDPA and Norm, so maybe I can get one of them um, right. to actually specifically go and represent, but and then also see, because um, I know state rep, all of them will be there. So, um, but please pass it on, and we will. I'll pass it on. And Philadelphia will be represented. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, um, do you, okay, everyone. Um, David, I don't know if you know. Well, yes, he's listened to the show many times. But you know, we're we have one minute before we close. So, to David, and then to um, Jim. You guys can close out. Uh, we'll start with David and close out with you, Jim. You have 30 seconds and a whole world listening. Okay, well, I just wanted to say thank you for giving me the opportunity uh, to be part of the Urban Tech Fair and us combining the art and music and technology together and uh, putting this show on. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, and thank you for having me, Jackie and Jim. All right, thank you. All right, uh, the uh, Urban Tech Fair is based on the uh, primary uh, uh, strategies that have made Silicon Valley so successful, which is collaboration and sharing. We're all about collaborating together, working together as a community, and sharing the knowledge and resources, and through that we will also succeed. Okay, so we'll see everyone in two weeks, same place, same time, and have a great day and great week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.